This is the greatest hour to follow Jesus. First Corinthians six two. Do you know that wisdom is a person? That person is the Holy Spirit. Paul said that he, we have made him, he has become wisdom unto us, Jesus himself. Therefore, without Jesus, you absolutely relinquish wisdom of any kind. And that's being proven in the world. I want you to think about the depths that supposed wise and learned people can stoop to without Jesus. It's amazing. Now you you begin to remember old scriptures that became songs. Uh, Joel and Alyssa saying it, some may trust in horses and some may trust in chariots but we will trust in the name of our Lord. Now you see why there aren't a whole lot of chariots or horses that you can trust in anymore. Massive governmental structures, the world is finally discovering that they are simply made of people. Right? A government is not some inanimate object that is perfect. No, no, no. It's comprised of a bunch of people and without Jesus... It's just a bunch of fallen thought. Jesus is wisdom. 1 Corinthians 6, 2. I'm going to do it again. We're going to go to verse 1 because it's just that good. Dare any of you, having a matter against another, go to the law before the unrighteous and not before the saints? In other words, Paul's saying, you've got an issue and you're suing your brother or sister. You're taking it to the world. You're going to the world to fix a church issue. And now Paul begins to explain. Look at verse 2. Do you not know that the saints will judge the world? Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. Paul's saying, wait, you can't work this little issue out amongst yourselves? Newsflash. The church will judge the world. And angels. And you cut people off because... They didn't like your post. I'm serious. You think I'm joking? It's actually happened. Do you know there was a day when, when people had an issue, they actually talked about it? This was before posting about it. You actually walked up, one human walked up to another human and you said something like this, hey, that hurt, uh, why'd you do that? And you worked it out. 
Today it's considered personal if you DM them. <laughs> That's intimacy. If I really want to go deep with you, I'll actually text you. Which is super deep. Deep calling unto deep if I text you. And if I really want to walk in faith, I'm going to dial the number. <laughs> God forbid I look you in the eye and actually talk to you. But do you know that the words of Jesus do not adapt to the world's chaos? In the kingdom, Joy Dawson used to say this to me, sweetie, he changes his rules for no one. Well, that makes sense. Paul says here, don't you know that the saints will judge the world? Matthew 19, 28, don't turn, just stay with me. Let's throw that up on the screen. Matthew 19, 28, listen to the words of Jesus. Assuredly, I say to you that in the regeneration, when the Son of Man sits on the throne of his glory, you who have followed me will sit on 12 thrones, he's speaking to his, his apostles, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. Could you imagine Peter going, me? You know, there is something about Jesus that finds a diamond in the rough. Isn't it? It's not that he's unaware of our shortcomings. He just has the ability to see something that we don't see. Nathaniel, I, I, think of this for a moment. Nathaniel is approached by the disciples and they say, hey, we found the Messiah, the promised one. We found him. And Nathaniel says, well, where is he from, basically? And the disciples say, he's from, oh, no, who is it? It's Jesus of Nazareth. And Nathaniel says, what, listen to the language, what good thing can come from Nazareth? Or can any good thing come from Nazareth? Number one, he calls the precious Lamb of God a thing. You talk about disrespect. You talk about dishonor. Nathaniel says, what good thing? And then he takes a shot at the neighborhood Jesus grew up in, which was the ghetto of the region called Nazareth. What good thing can come from there? All of a sudden, Jesus shows up, and he finds Nathaniel. And he says something to Nathaniel that makes absolutely no sense in the natural. Ah, a man in whom there is no deceit or guile. Wow. If it were me, I wouldn't have picked Nathaniel. Jesus encourages a disciple who just called him a thing and then said, no good thing can come from where you're from. Jesus said, I'll take you. So here Jesus tells the 12 
apostles, you're going to judge the 12 tribes of Israel. <laughs> they were probably going, cool. Yeah, uh, if you say so. Revelation 2, 26 and 27. And he who overcomes and keeps my works until the end. Listen up now. We're going somewhere. To him I will give power over the nations. He shall rule them with a rod of iron. As the potter's vessels shall be broken to pieces. Luke 22, 28 and 30. Luke 22, 28 through 30. But you are those who have continued with me in my trials. And I bestow upon you a kingdom, just as my Father bestowed one upon me, that you may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones, judging the 12 tribes of Israel. 2 Timothy 2.11 through 12. 2 Timothy 2.11 through 12. For if we died with him, we shall also live with him. If we endure, we shall also reign with him. Matthew 5, verse 3. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Matthew 5, 5. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. I want you to look unto another age. Look into my eyes. I want everyone here to begin living for another day. It's the only way to live properly here. There's too much noise down here. You need your heart lifted above the snake line because snakes are screaming. You see, the honey is in the high places. That's what Deuteronomy says. That's what the Bible says. I will take her up to the high places and there cause her to suck honey from the rock. It's only in the high places. You get engaged down here, you will not find honey. It's time for the church to begin living for the next age. Look into my eyes. The church will judge the world. You ever wonder why the methods of Jesus are so meticulous? They're thorough, his testings are thorough. It's because, and many, many reasons, it's because of the age to come. Your 
character must become like Jesus. And arguing will not get it there. Staring will. You missed it. Did I say it too fast? Arguing will not get it there. You will not achieve that by debate. You will achieve that by beholding. It may not sound important now, but it will at the judgment seat. It will. When Jesus comes in flesh to literally reign from Jerusalem, hear me out, you will care about your assignment in the age to come. You will care about your proximity to the throne. The level of character that's forged in you will determine your eternal assignment in many ways. It's a tragedy when gifting comes upon someone without character inside someone. I've watched people that I love leave the gospel and continue preaching. Their messages shift. If the message shifts, the protection shifts. Because God does not anoint us to make us famous. God anoints us to bring people to glory. We, we, we have to very conscientiously take a step back and go, what am I eating? What am I listening? What wows me? What impresses me? Why is it that somehow in the psyche of a generation, fame equates to anointing? I'm here to tell you, it does not. Some of y'all follow people and listen to them because they look good. Not that that's a sin. I mean, if I had to choose between the two, I'd choose looking good. Fair enough. But that doesn't mean they're a servant of God. First Samuel 2.8, he, the Lord, raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. <laughs> Jesus takes the poor in heart from the ash heap of sin, from the dirt of hopelessness, He takes a little shepherd boy named David who's covered in dung 24-7 who takes the lowliest occupation in Israel 
but he learns how to use a harp. His brothers looked wonderful, but David knew how to bring the Lord. God chose David, lifted him out of the ash heap, and set him on the throne. God will do the same for the church. Our eyes need to move upward. I want you to hear me. There are entire machines that have been constructed to have your attention. You must refuse it. You have to refuse it now. I, don't, I, know, this, I know you're not jumping around. But what I'm telling you is the truth, and you'll thank me for it when you stand before the Lord. And that's all I really care about. There are companies who spend billions of dollars to study what you will click on. And then once you go there, they have studied what to tell you, knowing that they can change your mind and get what they want from you and use you until they're done with you. Today we politicize pain and monetize it and it is a tragedy. We politicize sickness. We politicize legitimate pain and we monetize it and make money. Off. This is a problem. But I'm here to tell you it's only gonna get louder and louder and louder the hopes of the enemy is that you will turn your sword on your brother and sister. And there might be people watching me tonight. Perhaps you're not part of our stream, whatever that means, or denomination. I love you. And I might not agree with you on every verse, but I agree with you that Jesus is the son of the living God fully God, fully man, that he died, that he rose again, that he ascended on high, that he is perfect, perfect, perfect in all of his ways, and we don't have the luxury of dividing anymore. We don't have it. There is an agenda, listen, there is an agenda to connect you to this age Fueling it is the spirit of the age. Listen to me. At some point, God's goodness and kingdom theology that is true, it became a bit lopsided and the children of the Lord became connected to the world. God does not exist to put money in our pockets. That may happen and he's okay with it if he can trust you, but make no bones about it. That is not the ultimate priority of the Son of God. Let me just read one scripture to you. Hallelujah, Lord. It's time to be saintly. Please hear me. It is time to be saintly. Maybe you grew up around a few. 
It's time to literally live as saints. We are called to be saints. We have become the saints of the Lord in the scriptures. But it's time to experience a life of devotion to Jesus. This is the only way to not want the world. And the magnetism of the world will only increase now. Verse 13 of Hebrews 11. I want to read this to you. Hebrews 11, 13, and then I'll close, but lock in with me here. These all died in faith. Not, listen, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them. They embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. My father-in-law beautifully touched on this at Jessica's grandmother's funeral the other day. You know, you put a body in the ground and you realize what matters. Verse 14, for those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they came out, they would have had the opportunity to return. In other words, they weren't seeking the country they left. They could have gone back. They were seeking seeking another country. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they came out, they would have had the opportunity to return. But now they desire a better That is a heavenly country. Therefore, God, therefore, therefore, because they sought another land, another age, the presence of their father, therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God. For he has prepared a city for them. Listen to this. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, who had received the promises offered by his only begotten son. Wow. I want you to fast forward to verse 35. This is the Faith Hall of Fame between 23 and, I should say, 17 and 35. Look at this. Women, Women received their dead, raised to life again. Others were tortured, not accepting deliverance that they might obtain a better resurrection. Still others had the trial of mocking, scourgings, yes, even chains and imprisonment, Yet they were stoned, sawn in two. Sawn in two. Sawn in two. There's not much someone can do to you online. Can we get bigger than that? Sawn in two. 
tempted, slain with the sword, wandered about in sheepskins, goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented. Verse 38, of whom the world was not worthy. Oh, Jesus. They wandered in deserts and mountains, in dens and caves of the earth. And all these, having obtained a good testimony through faith, did not receive the promise. God having provided something better for us, that they should not be made perfect apart from us. In other words, the promise we are stepping into is their promise too. Listen up. It's not about us. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. You say, I'm not stuck in sin. If you look away, you are. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus. I said, looking unto Jesus. I'll say it again until I hear you. Looking unto Jesus. One more time. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Would you put your hand on your heart? Say, I am a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am his. Come life, come ridicule, come suffering, come death. I belong to him. I am a child of my heavenly father. I trust my heavenly father. In his house are many mansions. Heaven is my home. I am a citizen of heaven. This earth is my assignment, but I am not of this earth. I am a citizen of heaven. Would you just lift your hands to heaven? Father, open our eyes. Open our eyes to see what this is all about and why we are alive today. Would you all stand, please? Just keep your hands lifted. Make this your prayer. Father, open our eyes so that we would know 
and be like Jesus, who stood before Pilate so calmly, so focused. Like Paul, who stood before Felix, so focused, unimpressed by the world. Let us not go the way of Balaam, polluted by money, by the world's attention. We want your attention. We want to move your heart. want a reputation with you as faithful lovers. Do it here. Do it in us. Do it in this church. Do it in this school. Do it in this movement. Do it at Jesus 20. Let a blanket of your glory just move through that field. Turn the nations to you. Find us faithful. Lord, like Mary of Bethany, all the commotion in that packed house. In that house where so much ministry was going on. She saw something in you nobody did. She kept looking. Let us have the same, the same vision. Holy Spirit, you're the only one who can do it. So I ask you in Jesus' name, Father, do it in us. Let it be a reality in our children. Save our children from this world. Use our children to turn millions to Jesus. Hundreds of millions. Keep us, I want you to pray for your children right now. Keep us clean. Keep our children clean. Protect their eyes. Protect what they hear. Protect their minds. We declare that they have the mind of Christ. We declare that our homes will be homes charged with your presence. We declare that you will come and live in our homes. That your word will guide and lead our homes. Do it, Lord. Lord, save this next generation. Help us as a ministry to give, to entrust the gospel to those who are coming up. Trust us with the gospel. We love you in Jesus' name. Come on, tell them you just love him. Just we say, I love you, Jesus. Amen. 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 Can we give the Lord praise? Hallelujah. Before you go, can I just ask you to begin praying nightly for Jesus 20 or daily? We'll take that too. Just please begin praying. Pray that God would move in power and that the Lord would be deeply, deeply glorified. Amen. To get daily teaching from Michael and to follow our event schedule around the world, please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the Jesus Image TV YouTube channel as well. By partnering with Jesus Image, you will help us take the saving and healing power of Jesus to the world. Your giving changes lives forever.
For more information, please visit us online at JesusImage.tv or write us at Jesus Image, P.O. Box 950-640, Lake Mary, Florida, 32795. Thank you for your prayers and financial support. Jesus is the answer for every life, everywhere.